Hey, dude, you want to try this bologna? Yeah, I guess. It's quite good, actually. Okay. Damn, that's some good bologna. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Really? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was actually bad bologna. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to the Just Roommates podcast. It's me, Gerard, and my co-host, Mitchell. Hello. It's early in the morning. Yep. Again. Because that's what we do now, is yeah. we get up early to do these. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's like, you know, we always have morning voice, so... Yeah, I was just about to say morning voice. It's better, actually. We, we sound macho. More verbose. Yeah, verbose is what I was going to say. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Just Roommates in the Morning with Mitch and Gerard. How are you doing this morning? I'm good. How that's are you good. doing? Pretty good. Yeah? Um. So, you know how, like... Australia has a, uh, a a wildfire problem. Yeah. Yeah, that does happen. It does happen? Wildfire problems? Yeah. Yeah, they do happen. We lost like a whole state a couple of years back. To fire? Like all of it. Yeah. Have you heard about birds? I mean, bits and pieces. They got <laughs> Here like... and there. <laughs> I think I've seen one. I've seen at least like some wings and thighs and shit because I've cooked with them. Well, in Australia... They have this bird that is colloquially, I don't know if that's right. It's it sounded good. It's known as, they're known as firehawks. They're uh, raptors, so they're they're hawks. Um, wow. But they, I didn't know we had dinosaurs in Australia. That is so much cooler. Hush now. A raptor is just like a predatory bird, like a hawk or an eagle or an owl. So if like, you get a pigeon, right? Yep. And Not a raptor. No, I know, but does it become a raptor if it looks predatorily at other birds? No. Like if it licks... It's a specific it, it's class of bird. Beak. Falcons. While they walk past. Condors, I believe, are raptors. And shockingly, emus. Emus? No, I'm just kidding. I made that up. <laughs> they <laughs> anyway. are quite predatory. Cassowaries? Cassowary. Maybe a cassowary is a raptor. Because they eat meat, right? Um, No, they eat fruit. They're just rude. Oh, okay. really? Um, anyway, so they're called firehawks because what they do is when there's a fire in Australia, mm-hmm. they'll go get some sticks and they'll light them on fire with the fire and then bring them somewhere else where it's not on fire, drop it in the grass, and then wait for all the animals to run away and then kill them because they run out into the open to get away from the fire. I've heard of this, but only enough to know that you're telling the truth and it's fucking awesome. Yeah. So that's why when there's a fire, it will probably spread much farther than it would otherwise because wow. the fucking birds are burning down the entire country. <laughs> I mean, Australia already has a colossal problem with overly aggressive birds, like the magpies and shit that like dive bomb you and seagulls and cockatoos, cockatoos and the and emu wars and emus cassowaries pretty much every bird in australia there's a lot of angry birds australia yeah and they love australia they're just angry in general maybe they're hot well but if those birds exist anywhere else they're fine we don't have firehawks in canada and we have a huge fire problem well yeah you we just bc keeps lighting on fire all the time alberta lights on fire too yeah but the thing is is there's just less trees here (laughs) yeah there should be less in bc really because we keep burning them all down well, you'd think that, well, not but... not like us, specifically. There's obviously. just that many trees in BC that it takes forever to burn them all down. 
<laughs> so give it another couple of years and BC will just be a bumpy prairie. No, there's so many trees. And the mountains, what happens is it's like one side of the mountain will burn because the fire can't get over it. Mm-hmm. So it's like... It's too steep. The fire's not very fit. So it's like there's little pockets of trees. But every time one of them lights on fire, the whole thing goes. Right. I guess eventually we'll run out of trees, but by the time they get through all the pockets, all the trees that already burnt down will have new trees. It's the circle of life. <laughs> I think really the only reason we don't have firehawks here is because the ones in Australia target grasslands. And we do have grasslands, but it's not the same. What are you talking about? The firebirds. They're huge grasslands in Canada. Yeah. Alberta, but- almost entirely grassland. It's almost entirely flat. Saskatchewanian is flat and grassy and landy. Mm-hmm. Manitoba, That's- flat. Grassy and landy. Uh huh. I think that's it, but I don't know. Ontario and Quebec are also very flat. Grassy and landy. There you fucking go. You, but it's a different kind of grass. In Australia, oh, you have that tall grass. Mm-hmm. Prairie grass is usually shorter. Prairie's just another name for grassland. Well, no. Prairie specifically refers to a type of climate. Anyway, but also where the fire is, there's usually a lot of trees. And if you drop burning wood into burning trees, the things will scatter, but there's trees in the way, so you can't go get whatever you've just scared. It would be easier to do it in the prairies, actually. You'd have less grass. Easier to see them. But the fire Ideally, less. Yeah, so they don't need to light the fires, because they can just see them all the time. Ideally, you'd want to do it on asphalt. Nothing but, in your way now. But then what's the point of the fire? Well, you probably wouldn't need it. I'm saying specifically using the fire is what makes yeah, it Yeah, I'm special. just saying it could be like... A lot more conservative. Like, he could just light the stick and sort of fly behind a little mouse or whatever and be like, hey, look, there's some fire run over there and then eat him. But he's already close to him. He can just eat him. Well, yeah, but, like, it's it's all part of the, the sport. Right. We also have magpies, too, and they don't dive by moss. So I think it's just being in Australia makes you fucked up. <laughs> As evidenced by the people. <laughs> I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I'm not gonna. Yeah, Exactly. So there you go. Australia's on fire because of birds. Maybe you guys should go to war with birds again. We're not doing that. That was a bad idea. I don't even think we won. No, you lost. (laughs) To birds. Yeah. (laughs) They're scary. Have you ever seen an emu? Yeah. Fucking Jesus. They're huge. I pet one. Well, they tried to eat me when I did that. It was at a petting zoo. Oh, yeah. He likes to be pet. I broke into a zoo. Uh, well, I didn't, like, break into the zoo. I was allowed to be in the zoo. I just wasn't allowed to be in the emu enclosure. How did you... Did you jump a fence or something? No, they just didn't lock the gate. So you just walked on in? Yeah, I was with my dad. And we, he let you in? Well, every... It's like, look, son, it's open. You're like, okay, dad. When I was growing up, uh-huh. me and my dad would do what we called boys' adventures, which was like... Is that actually year. what you called it? Yeah, for real. <laughs> boys! Boys' adventures! Yeah, it was like we'd drive up there, we'd be like, me and the boys! Me and the boys! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, once a year... we go on a boys' adventure yeah. with your dad. Yeah, if we fuck off, we'd leave my sister and me mom behind, and they'd hate each other, and they'd get into fights and shit. And then we'd go off and have fun. It was excellent. I loved it. Just me and them boys. Yeah. And then one year we went to, I think it was Canberra Zoo. Maybe. Canberra Zoo. It was a zoo. Hmm? Somewhere. Right. In Australia. And we were like sort of going around and we went into one enclosure and it was like 
the zookeeper was like, yeah, no, go ahead, go on in, because, like, this this enclosure is open. And we are like, all right, dope. And we went on in, there was some kangaroos and shit, and, like, a more, like, wallabies, but same difference, effectively. But we were like, oh, look, these little boys, so cute. And then we left. And then, like, there were some emus, and we were like, oh, that's a big emu. And then the gate was open. Was it an emu or an ostrich? No, it was an emu. Okay. And we were like, do you know the difference? Yeah. Okay. One comes from Africa. Yeah. And it's black. Yeah. Or sometimes gray. Yeah. And the other one comes from Australia. It's and it's slightly an small. Emu. Yeah, and it's called an emu. <laughs> yeah. Like, you can tell by the nameplate. Yeah. yeah. They tag them up. Yeah, exactly. So you know, because they're quite similar. Yes. They're fluffier, I think, emus. No, ostriches. Ostriches. Are fluffier. Yeah. Yeah. What they do is they put their wings out, and then they use it to shield their children from yeah, the harsh sun. Yeah, they look really stupid, though, because they're like, Wah! Yeah. Yeah, that probably didn't translate very well. Beautiful, in audio. <laughs> but I look just like an ostrich. So you just walked into the yeah yeah the the gate was open. So we figured while well, the other one was open, and zookeeper said go right on in. So we opened the gate, we went right on in, and the emu looked at us and it was not very happy and it ran at us and we were like oh this was a mistake mm, let's leave <laughs> yeah and then we poked our fingers through the gate to fuck with them did it get you nah we're oh. too quick. Too quick for you, bird. Speedy boys. That's what we are. Yeah. But you know, if you had fought that emu, he would have won. Yeah. Because he's already got one up on you. That's why we ran away. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. No, not again. We're going to start emu war too. Yeah. We were like, oh, fuck. I know how this goes. <laughs> we fucked him out of there. One time uh, I was at the Calgary Zoo for a summer camp and I got peed on by the tiger. I mean, like, there were worse things. Mm, no, because he was marking his territory and I was just standing there, so it stank. Well, like, I'm not saying that I would be alright with being peed on by a tiger. But if I were going to be peed on by an animal, I would much prefer it be a tiger than, like, a gerbil. I mean, I guess, but... It's like, a lot more respectable, because you can be like, I was fighting this tiger and he peed on me a little bit because he was scared of me. You just twist the narrative a little bit, but, like, I was fighting this gerbil, and he was a little bit scared, and he peed on me, and now you just look like an asshole. Okay, but here's the thing with that, right? Right. If it's a gerbil, mm-hmm. and it pees on you, it's mm-hmm. just going to, like, dribble onto your hand, or whatever, and you go wash your hands, and it's fine. Right. If a tiger marks you, he basically, like, sprinkler sprays his disgusting, <laughs> specifically made stinky piss, like, just dust it all over your body. So, like, head to toe. It was in my mouth. It tasted terrible. You tasted tiger pee. I had my mouth open. I didn't know he was going to do it. In some Asian cultures, you're now a god. Ah, that must be why I'm so cool. Yep. <laughs> why, pray tell, Mitchell, are you so cool? It's all of the tiger pee. I got peed on by a tiger. <laughs> this one time? Blessed by gods, they yeah. say. Yeah, blessed by tiger gods. Tiger gods. Yeah. There was a, that was actually a good summer camp. We also got to build like a, a a camel out of some sticks. Was the golden shower your favorite part? No, actually, it was my least favorite part. It was awful. I had to wash it off my glasses, but it was really sticky. Ooh. Um. But we got to like, cause what they do is they bring these like bundles of sticks to the camels, and the camels like chew on them and get their camely scent all on them. Right. And then we collect the sticks. And then we, like, tie them together and make a little shitty sculpture, like a little horse or camel sculpture. Right. And then we gave it to the snow leopard. So I got to go into the snow leopard, like, cage enclosure thing and put it down. And then I left. And then they released the snow leopard and he came and he played with our little toy and killed it. 
because it smelled like camel. So he's like, ooh, camel, ooh. camel sticks. So he had a good time. Yeah. That's my zoo experience. Have I like been? mine better. I didn't get peed on. No, you almost got eaten by a bird, though. I would much rather be eaten by a bird than peed on with sticky pea gland shit. By a tiger, though, Gerard. Oh, so now it's cool. Well, okay, let's put it this way. If you were going to get eaten by a tiger or a bird. Well, they wouldn't eat me. They would just fuck me up with their big-ass legs. Right, so tiger or bird, then? I, I would take the bird. Why? Um, You know how lame it is to get killed by a bird? It's a big bird, though. Well, so? Big bird's scary. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. That was my dad's nickname in high school, and that's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was. Hey, Lamau, Big Bird's here. Yeah, because he was really tall. Wow, I guess it's hereditary. <laughs> yes, obviously. Aren't you taller than him, though? Yes. So you're a bigger bird? Yes. But granted, he was bigger at a much earlier time in his life. Is there anyone in your family who's bigger than you? Yeah, my Uncle Dean. Uncle Dean, I guess your biggest bird. He is the biggest bird. I don't know why they didn't call him Big Bird. I don't know. I, I, I'll tell you why. It's because Uncle Dean was very small until he was older. <laughs> got sick of being a little bird. Well, my dad like, was like, I'm going to be biggest bird. My dad was like 13 and he was 6'2". Wow. Yeah. And my uncle wasn't, he's like 6'6 now, but he wasn't 6'6 till he was like 20. So it's just, you know. It must suck being a teacher. And having students that are taller than you. Oh, probably. Especially if they're very young. If it's yeah. like college, then it's fine. Yeah. Well, but if like, it's like you're at like a 25-year-old teacher and you're teaching like seventh grade and these fucking two dudes are twice your size and you're like, what the hell are they feeding these kids? I know someone who's And why didn't they feed it to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I know someone who's teaching like grade four and fives and they're like, she's only an inch taller than them and she's really anxious about it. Because, like, they could gang up on her now. <laughs> like, there's some serious well, I don't think I struggle. could take any yeah. of these kids in a fight. Yeah. <laughs> if there's ever... If they realize that I can't stop all of them, I'm screwed. Yeah, it's like the Area 51 thing. Like, can't stop all of you. I can't stop all of us. Let's talk about Area 51 for yeah, a minute. Yeah, that. Because that's fucking wild. So, if you don't know, someone a few weeks ago made this Facebook um, event on Facebook, obviously. And it was actually on Twitter. No, it wasn't facebook event on twitter yeah anyway so they were like my nickname in high school on september 20th let's raid area 51 they can't stop all of us and so far like let's check how many people real quick there's a (laughs) there's an area 51 pre-raid rave (laughs) (laughs) do you want to go to that and then not get killed apparently 300 people are going to that one that's not a lot okay it's close to a million now wow as of yesterday, it was 900,000 people. So 900,000 people have signed up to go storm Area 51 to try and find the aliens that they keep there on it September 20th. It was like just shy of 600,000 a couple days ago. Yes, it's become very popular. So hopefully they'll break a million and then they'll actually rush the compound. They actually won't be able to stop everybody. That's a lot of everybody. I know. Well, like, what do you think the uh, amount of people they could stop is? Well, I got some pretty big laser guns and shit, so I'm I'm thinking at least a million they could probably stop. Like, no, there's some what? Good clean sweeping. A million? They couldn't stop ten thousand. Well, they're all clustered together. So. So you need enough people to survive, like whatever their armory of mortar strikes are. How many people do you think operate on the base? A hundred. Sure, but like, 
artillery, my guy. They have planes. They can't they have use jets. artillery because there's stuff nearby. Jets. Big jets. Do you really think that the U.S. government would mobilize a jet to attack civilians? Do you not think that Donald Trump would allow it? Like, do you seriously think... No, 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 no. That, like, Donald Trump would absolutely allow it. I'm saying, do you think the U.S. military would allow them to launch, like, a $15 million plane to drop, like, a $15 million bomb on U.S. citizens? I didn't say they would use the bombs. What else would they use? The machine guns. The machine gun is also very expensive. Well, I know, but it's a lot cooler. It's also it a lot harder to hit stuff. Well, you just use like one of the helicopters and you just be like, and then everyone's gone. They would never mobilize that shit. It's way too much money. They all, they're going to have like a hundred dudes with the standard infantry assault rifle. And they're going to realize that they're outnumbered a hundred to one. And they're not going to shoot because if they shoot and they get in, they're going to be in a lot of fucking trouble because there's going to be like 9,000 very angry people left. Yes. But like, you got to remember right uh-huh gotta protect the alien boys they will not mobilize anything if anything they're gonna move all the important stuff out first and then just post a few guards and be like just don't, just let them in who fucking cares we took everything out they're gonna forget something because it'd be like a scrap of paper and uh, it's like it's like a uh, ripped uh, off corner of a photo and there's like an alien with his arm around somebody but the guy's head is, is <laughs> yeah. like cropped out of the photo because it's been torn or like can you imagine so, like, they're cutting it pretty close, so they clear it all out, like, maybe an hour before everyone shows up, right? And Beboop, the alien from Mars, <laughs> is, like, in the washroom and doesn't realize what's going on. Like, oh, and shit, so Everybody storms, right? And he opens the door, and there's, like, a million fucking people, and he's like, oh, shit, that oh, was today. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he's holding, like, a newspaper and, <laughs> like, a coffee, and he's like, Bleep oh, Blorp's fuck. gonna kill me. <laughs> That would you go? These, I, I really hope people show up, because this is going to be fucking hilarious. I would happens. go if I knew that the other million people were going. Yeah, I don't think a million people are going to go, because a lot of them are just, like, from out of town. But I think that, like, even if 1% of them go, that's still 10,000. Well, there are a lot of, like, big-budget people going to, like, Keanu fucking Reeves is going. He is? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did he say that? Yeah, he put it on Snapchat. He was like, I'm in for Area 51. I'm going. Um, Come on, boys, where are we dropping? <laughs> There was another dude, um, what's his name? Buff Boy. That's not right. Could you give me a... Uh, it's like punches people a lot. He's like one punch man, but real. Joe Rogan? No. The, um, Buzz Aldrin? No, he's like a, he's like a B-grade actor, but... Steven Seagal? No, it's Chuck Norris. Oh, that right, yeah. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Yeah, he's also going. <laughs> Steven Seagal. <laughs> Okay, oh. I'm going to tell you a roommate story. Um, this is just a little one. This comes from at Real Don Summers on Twitter. So right. thank you, at Real Don Summers. Um, this is, it's just a short one. So, you know, buckle up. Or, buckle or don't up. don't even bother because we'll be there by All the right, time you... I'll unbuckle. Yeah, it's fine. Just, you know, relax. Um, her roommate hired a DJ for a party in their suite. Just before the party started, Don went into her room and her roommate took all of the furniture and... Put it in front of her door and barricaded her in her room. What? Yeah. That's a bit extreme. <laughs> you just locked it. So she can't get out, though. Why? So she couldn't enjoy the party. But it's just so much more work. She, like, just took a chair and shoved it under the fucking doorknob and was like, okay. 
My party, not yours. Bye. I'd have just bought, like, you know those locks that you just be like, huh? That probably didn't help. Like a bolt lock? Yeah. Okay. Like, you just lift it up a little bit, you slide it across and lift it back down. Yeah. And, like, a couple of screws and a screwdriver. Give me five minutes and it's in and you're not getting out. Yeah, but why would you do that when you could move literally all of your furniture in front of the door? (laughs) Because then you've moved all of your furniture and people are slowly, during the party, they're going to go collect it to sit on it or whatever. No, no, no. You just put it in front of the door and you arrange it. So it's, like, in a sitting fashion. And then people sit on it and it makes it even heavier. And then it's impossible to move. But... Then all she's got to do is bang on the door. There are people sitting right there, and then you're like, that's fucking weird. That's what the DJ is for. Oh, my God. She's, like, banging on the door, like, bang, 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 bang. And then the music's like, and nobody can hear it. Can you imagine being that DJ, and you show up, and you're, like, getting ready or whatever, and she's like, there's somebody locked in that room. All I need you to do, and this is, like, what you're being paid for, and I'll give you a yeah, bonus when, when if you keep in, it up. She gives him a brochure that's briefing. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> do not open the door. Don't open the door. If she's banging on it, make the music in time with it. That's all I ask. Please. <laughs> the guy's like upping and downing the tempo yep. to match the beats <laughs> to her slamming. He's got like a cup to the door and he's matching. He's <laughs> like scratching it back so yep. he can do like doubles and shit. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Bang, 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 bang. That would be good. I, I really don't like what's the motivation behind that though? Like I don't. Why like, are people so shitty? Also, why does her bedroom door open outwards? They usually open inwards. Maybe our landlord built it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we put the door on upside down. So we yeah. have to put it on the outside of yeah. the frame so it opens outwards. Yeah. Bedroom doors usually open inwards, right? On almost every bedroom I've ever seen. Yeah, most interior doors will open inwards. The only exception to that is if they're like part of a fire escape, in which case they must open outwards. Hmm. So that when you're running away, you have to open it out like outwards because people were like getting black eyes we don't actually putting doors too quickly uh we don't have a fire escape actually if there was a fire in this house our windows are the fire escape i don't think that counts it it does you try to open our window because it's usually an endeavor mine opens fine it doesn't though well i mean if we needed to we can just take the windows off you be it takes as much effort to take the windows out like to uninstall the windows is as much effort as it takes to open the windows Look, if there was Both a fire in here, time. the only stuff that can light on fire is in this room. So as long as we're not in this room, we're fine. And if we are in this room, there's another room right there. It's literally next to it. But if we're not paying attention and we're in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and this room is on fire, we're fucked. But we're not in this room, so it's fine. We can just leave. But we have to take the windows off. It doesn't take that long. This house is probably highly flammable. That dryer was running broken for a long time. And it didn't light on fire, which means the house is fireproof. I don't think that that's the case. I disagree. Anyway, I just realized we don't own a single door that opens outward. No, we don't. They all open inward, Mm -hmm. which I guess is just how doors work, except for this one person's specific door. (laughs) Imagine being the roommate. It's like, fuck, I don't want her to go to my party and be like, oh, shit. Her door's on backwards. I can just lock her in a room against her will and then hire a DJ to blast music so no one can hear her scream. I just... Why? Why what? Well, there's, there's just no way that her presence... Like, it's just... Maybe she's just that much of a downer. It's like, this is my roommate Dawn. She likes to listen to goth rock and cry. 
So the party starts. She drinks a half bottle of vodka and just lays on the floor with mascara running down her face. But, like, surely there's a nicer way to do that. Like, hey, look, I'm having a party. You're not invited. Go away. You're not invited. I'm sorry. But, like, here, have, like, 20 bucks. Go buy yourself dinner or something. You'd have to pay me more than $20 to leave my own house in the evening. But you'd start at 20 and then you'd sort of negotiate up to, like, maybe 30 or 40 if you're hiring a DJ, you got money to burn. Like, Here's 20 bucks. Please don't come back. Be like, make it 40. That's what I would do. Yeah. I don't know what. You're... Yeah. And then I would come back halfway through the party and be like, give, give us another 20 or I'm coming back. And I'm like, oh, fucking okay. If I could call, hey, you got, <laughs> you got more 20s? <laughs> you got any more of that money? Rent me the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd Tell him like, to come back next week, and you're not invited to my party. I would be like, I want the D- I want you to pay for the DJ, right? But like, just when it's only the two of us, and it's going to play like harmonica solos for three hours, and you're not allowed to leave. Which is what's that song that has the harmonica solo in it? Is it Piano Man? I think so. Yeah. What if he's just allowed to play that song? But, but only just the, that bit. The harmonica <laughs> yeah, bits. Yeah. So not any of the singing or the piano bits. Yeah. Just the harmonica stuff. I would be alright with that. I would leave my house so that somebody else could have a party in it if it meant that I could then subject them to hours of bad music. Just harmonica. Yeah. <laughs> just so many hours of harmonica. Yeah. Um, Maybe I could, I could feature in it because I have a harmonica. Oh, yeah. Can you play the harmonica? Yeah. Obviously. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. He doesn't believe me, but what he doesn't know is I've been practicing. You ready? I really hope you have been. Uh, no, I haven't. You haven't been practicing at all. I was really hoping that you had. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping that the situation would be set up well enough and there would be enough build up that I would just magically know how to play. One day I will. What? Just know. My friend came back from Ireland and she brought me an Irish tin whistle. And I've been learning how to play it. I can't no, really play. No, he hasn't. Yeah. He's been holding it in front of his face and spluttering in it for a couple No, no, I can play I can play Old MacDonald had a farm. No, you can't. Yes, I can. Okay, go get it. No, I'm not going to. Yeah, there you go. I don't remember the notes. Yeah. Then you don't... You, what? Well, I have to read them off the thing. Oh. It's very difficult, okay? I'm not a musician by any stretch. I've seen that instrument. It's not like a difficult instrument. It's just a tube with some holes in it. Okay, and what's a harmonica? That's just a bunch of tubes. It's very complicated. No, it isn't. Look, it's like a big metal bit on the top and then a plastic bit in the middle. Do you even know how a harmonica works? Yeah, so you blow in this end and then some sound comes out the back. So it's just a bunch of tubes next to each other. No, because there's like a wiggly bits in the middle. Does it have a reed? I think it has like a metal reed. But like it still called a reed? Because a reed is called a reed because it's made with reed. Okay, well, I think this is called a wiggly. Like, oh. that's my gut feeling. It's called a wiggly? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the anatomy of a harmonica. What if we started is a, you have your, an experimental Irish tin whistle and harmonica band? I think we. I think that would be good. We I can, can do, like, the low bits and be like... We can do... We can only perform Piano Man. <laughs> that's how Piano Man goes, right? I believe like so. that's yeah, the opening yeah. notes, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. I was... Uh, well, probably longer than that, because I was still smoking at that time. I was out front having a smoke. Um, and there's not a lot... What? Hmm? What? Nothing. I was... 
He's rubbing my nose on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I just look over and he's shaking his head, and I'm like, okay, I guess that's a red flag or something, but he's just itchy. It feels good. <laughs> Continue. In any case, mm-hmm. um, there's not a lot to look at at my work. Like, it's not exactly in a picturesque location. Yeah. Um, squeezed that one out. <laughs> yep. Just barely. So usually I just look at the trucks that drive by because we get a lot of industrial traffic because it's an industrial workplace and yep. an industrial place. That truck looks like a cloud. <laughs> <laughs> that one looks like a truck. <laughs> yeah, it's still not very interesting. Like industrial traffic is not that it's much. It's just about yeah. the most boring. It's just bigger, yeah. yeah. Until this fella showed up, who I will introduce in a moment. This truck rolls around the corner and it's... One of the cleanest trucks I've ever seen, which already I was like, ooh, my little industrial senses for tingling, my antennae popped up. I was like, hello. It was like when Snake gets caught in the games. Yeah. Like, wing. Yeah, I got excited. You know what I mean? I was like, ooh, that's a sexy looking truck. Truck detected. Yeah. And he pulls in at our yard and I'm like, oh my God, this is even better. I'm going to try to talk to him. And then I look on the side of the truck and it's branded. I'm like, ooh, hello. More information. (laughs) The plot thickens. Mm. And the logo is Dreadnought Couriers. Okay. And it's sort of like a Jesus-esque looking fella with some gnarly dreadlocks. Oh. And I'm like, oh, dope. Wait, for the logo? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it's Dreadnought Couriers. I get it. And he opens the front door of his cab, and I'm so fucking excited at this point. Like, now I'm invested. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And so he opens his door, and I watch him crawl out, and I look at him, and I'm like, oh, he doesn't have dreadlocks. That's disappointing. And he turns around, and he does have dreadlocks, but they're in, like, a ponytail, and they extend, like, a foot from the back of his head, <laughs> and been. then come down. They were, like, the, they were so intense. I was like, holy mother of Jesus. I get it now. He is the dreadnought. He's the dreadnought. <laughs> I couldn't talk to him. You, I was were, in too, awe. you were like... That that is actually God. Yeah. That man has drank the tiger pee. <laughs> <laughs> that man was the tiger pee, dude. I was like hiding behind a tree because they didn't want him to see me because I wouldn't be able to talk to him because I knew it would just be like spluttering sounds while I was in awe of his greatness. And he just sort of walked in. <laughs> Mr. Dreadnought. And be like, yes, son. And then he'd be like, ah. will he marry me? <laughs> Like, Dad, take, take me now, please. Have me. I was just sort of lay on the pavement and split, spread my legs and be like, I'm ready. <laughs> Whenever you are. Where are you going? Because <laughs> I'm going there. It just happened. Yep, that's where I'm going. So you didn't even talk to him? Nope. Wow. Oh, that's a shame. I could call him. <laughs> Mr. Dreadnought? <laughs> yes, son. <laughs> <laughs> I could get a fan. So I could be there and be like, Mr. Dreadnought, <gasps> oh my god, hello. Oh, heavens me. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's West Virginia. Mercy, what a man. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. <laughs> I had a great day. I, like, I was actually having a pretty shitty day before I went for that smoke. And then I came back and I was, like, glowing and everyone was like, what happened to you? And I was like, don't worry about it. I've seen the face of God <laughs> and he has sweet hair. I am now enlightened. <laughs> And I then a week later, Nirvana. My, yeah, and then a week later, my sister told me that she was working on dreadlocks, and I was like, "Oh no, that's excellent." Yeah, I saw a chick the other day. Woman, I did too, but it was actually a baby chicken. 
<laughs> no, I was. If you haven't gathered by now, we live next to a graveyard, right? And like what? Yeah. Oh, you should. You should go out more often. Over like sort of that way. Um, <laughs> I pointed. Just, it's, you pointed in real life, yeah. but nobody can see that. Okay, we'll just point in a direction, and that's probably it. Um, He's gesturing in behind that, our house. Yeah, in that direction, there is sort of like a little yard with some big honking graves. Some big boys. The real deal. Yeah. The actual shit. Okay. Right. And I'm driving past it. And I always take a look in there because I'm like, those, those are some big graves. There must be some big dead boys. Like, that must be huge. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, and I'm sort of driving past, and I look in there, and there's this chick in there. And I'm like, well, there's not usually anybody in there because these guys are just, they're too intimidating. They're too big for anybody to go visit them. Right. Except for this chick who isn't afraid of nothing because she's skipping on them. What? She's standing on a sarcophagus with a skipping rope, skipping on their grave. Was it a grown-ass woman? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Jesus Christ. I like stopped in front of it because I was so awestruck like, are you by the audacity of this woman. And she looks me in the eyes and I look her in the eyes. She doesn't miss a beat, keeps on skipping. I'm like, all right, you do you. I guess she's supposed to be there. <laughs> and I went home. It was, it was wild. That's that's fucking that's weird. Who would do that? Uh, her. Maybe she must be a badass or a prick or either. Yeah, I suppose. She could have known the guy. Maybe maybe it was like her grandpa and he was like a competitive skipper. Maybe that was like his final will and testament. Skip on my grave. Anna, my daughter, please. Skip on my grave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting a fucking big one. <laughs> I am going to tell you about uh, Air Nova off of Reddit. He had a roommate who was quite the rambunctious fellow. That was very deep. Thank you. It was quite a note. Quite the rambunctious fellow. And he, uh, his roommate was not a very good roommate. He kind of took the uh, playful banter thing just a little too far. Especially in an academic setting because they were at college together. So um, this guy, he's like... Hey, I'm I'm bringing a girl over, and he's like, "Yeah, whatever. Just you know, shut the fuck up. I got a test in the morning." And so, Aaronova goes to bed, and at two a.m. <laughs> at two a.m., some dude is shaking him, and he wakes up, and he's like, "What the hell?" And it's this gigantic black guy, and he looks down at the at Aaronova in the bed, and he says, "Hello, I am your black fairy godmother." <laughs> And Aranova turns over and his fucking roommate and the girl he's with are in the room and he's like, you fucking asshole. Like, I have to be up in like three hours to write a test for college. <laughs> and the dude just fucking laughs at him. And so Aranova turns to the chick he's with and he's like, he's got a girlfriend. And then he goes back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what a fucking baller move. He's like, don't fuck with me. Okay, I need, this is important. Fuck Yes. I can't, I, li- I see no problem with anything that happened. I am your black fairy godmother. He's cheating on you. Good night. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. Like, all balances out. Like, fuck you. Like, I gave you specific instructions. So, clearly this, this fella, they, 
probably don't get along too much anymore. Well, they might get along pretty well, because I would do that to you. No, you wouldn't. Not if it was important. Not if it was, like, super important, but it was just, like, a little test. It was in college. All the tests are important. Well, not all of them. Usually. Some of them are, like, mediocre. Well, I mean... I was in college, Mitchell, for a little bit. For a little bit? Yeah. I can tell you. Right. With absolute certainty yeah. from my wealth of experience in uh-huh. college. Yes. Or university. Uh-huh. I don't know the difference. Me neither. Wealth of experience. Semantics. In both. Some of them just aren't important. Okay, but here's the thing, right? If mm-hmm. it was a not important test, <clears throat> would you be angry if someone, if you specifically requested to shut the fuck up and then someone woke you Are up? Are you asking me if I'd be angry if at two o'clock in the morning a big honking black fella woke me up and told me he was my black fairy godmother, I would be like, this is unusual. So, yes. Exactly. But, specifically, he requested them to shut up because he has a test in the morning. If it was a test you didn't care about, would you specify to shut up? Probably. Really? Yeah. Why? Get a better night's sleep. (laughs) Well, you know, maybe he does this on the reg, and he was like, okay, just for one fucking night, don't hire any big honking black dudes. Yeah, it's like this happens every day. Every day he hires someone to come fuck with him at 2 o'clock in the morning. He's like, okay, look, I actually got an important test tomorrow. Please don't hire anyone. He's like, yeah, bro, whatever. This is my black (laughs) godmother. (laughs) I would want to introduce him to people. What, the big dude? Yeah. Like, I would take... I would go... This is Thumbelina. Yeah, I would my go to functions for my dad. Like, if he had, like, donor functions and shit, and I would show up, and I would bring him, and I would be like, hey, what's up? My name's Gerard. This is Thumbelina, my big black fella. No, Thumbelina. Thumbelina. Thumbelina, if he falls. Yeah. He's, like, 6'8", 500 pounds. <laughs> this is my <laughs> black fairy godmother. You're like, what? What do you mean? Be like... Like, he literally is, he's actually a fairy godmother. <laughs> he's got little wings. He's he turns around. around. See? But you can't see him until he turns around because his shoulders are so girthy. They're not big wings, though. They're really just small. little boys. Yeah. You ever seen uh, um, A Bug's Life? Yes. You know at the end of The Bug's Life when the fat uh, caterpillar comes out of the cocoon and he's got these, like, little, <laughs> little bitch wings? wings. Yeah. It's like that. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So I think that's going to do it uh, for us this week. Thank you all so much for listening. Um, if you want to keep up with me and Gerard, I can be found on Twitter at the Icy Diver. That's T H E I C Y D I V E R. And Gerard can be found on Instagram at the Better Roommate. Roommate is spelled wrong. There's only one M there. If you have any stories or things that you'd like us to talk about on the show, you can send them to our Gmail, which is just roommates at gmail.com. Roommates is spelled wrong. There's only one M there. Uh, also, a special thanks to our artist NB for the art that you see in every episode. You can check them out on Etsy. That's E-N-N-B. And thank you all so much for listening. We will see you guys next week.